The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Baby, we built for struggle. I face hard stuff in real life. This fight is nothing different. I wanted y'all to remember my name. Super Sadiq Yusuf. I'm here to stay. Sadiq Yusuf, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just excited to fight another tough opponent who I can show my skills as a martial artist. Ladies and gentlemen, the happy warrior, Roxanne Monaberry. All right, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. They're batting, a, they're batting a thousand. Yeah. We're 25 minutes into the show. I, I, it, the, the whole thing's wrong. a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> it's hot in here. It's hot in here. And speaking of it uh, being hot in here, we have uh, we have well, we have, the, we have guests uh, we'll Roxanne uh, Mataferi. We have Brett Akimoto, and of course Sadiq Youssef calling. Has Sadiq been on the show? Yeah. Uh, Sadiq, no, Sadiq first has. you uh, first no, unfiltered appearance. I feel like he's been on before. No. Roxanne has uh, been I on. I want to ask him if he's April. been on before. He's not. Uh, ah, well, who says that? You read that there. I could be wrong. Ooh, Sometimes ask, the prep sheets are wrong. If I, I hope it's I'll wrong. I'll see my name oh, and it will God, say first appearance. Jimmy. Now, do we have Roxanne on the phone? This is fucking great. Did we ever no. get a Paige Van Zandt explanation? Eh, it don't matter. I was just curious if she blew us off or if it was just a, a miscommunication. Yeah, she's, she's busy. It's all right. I like to know. It's all right. I like her too. I don't, By dis- the way, I don't dislike her. For not I, wanting to hang out with us. I got to say, uh, all like, we're bringing it right now. What's that? I just want to talk about Connor because it's the fight this weekend is Cowboys is this, is against this Connor. Is the show that I'm spitting out my tic No, not at all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hold on, Roxanne. You H- call Roxanne, me- hello. Ignore Maddie <laughs> spitting out Tic Tacs as you answer the <laughs> phone. Sorry. Roxanne Hi. knows me, though. How are you, Roxanne? I'm awesome. Look, I wore my Star Wars short- shirt for you. What? You know what? Oh. I did. Look at the you return can- of Roxy. Syndicate. Hold on, you're not going to hear this. The fuck is it? I'm hitting the, the applause button for you. Yeah, Matt's very happy with that. Yay! I love it. Now, Wait, what Rox- was the last one? What was the last The last one was Skywalker, because people said they didn't like it as much. No, we're going to talk about that. Have you seen the last one? I have seen the last one. Very good. What are your thoughts on the okay, last I'll, Star Wars, I'll, The Rise I'll of the Skywalker? A, non, a non-spoiled one, maybe. Um, I thought the first half of the movie was amazing. I love the the dialogue i love the plot um i feel like they switched directors halfway through because i was not happy with some of the inconsistencies in the second half so i came away kind of disappointed with it did they switch directors no because there was a thing i think they did i think you might be right i no, i'm sorry did they no dan's looking at the ceiling listen this is the thing uh you saw the force awakens yes yeah I like The Force Awakens. People are like, oh, it's just the remake of The New Hope. Whatever. I liked it. 
The Last Jedi, Roxanne. Effin' Boo! I hated it. I hated it. Jimmy, I hated it. Why? Did you like... Now, now listen, I'm not going to judge you. What did you think of The Last Jedi? I thought it was okay. I mean, I was disappointed in many of the things that happened at the end. I thought it was like, all right. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Is that the most recent one now, The Last Jedi? Mm Mm-mm. Uh, that was the second. It's the, the second one. one back. See, I'm I'm big. Now, I'm still what... on the Star Wars Christmas special. That's my favorite Star Wars. <laughs> is the Christmas special? I could not get through that. Yeah, she, you couldn't get through it. She checked it out. I hey, tried. We talked about it last time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. Yeah. Uh, you tried it. Good for you. I kept falling asleep. What? Anyway. What? What you're thinking of is that they had J.J. Abrams for the Force Awakens. They brought in Ryan Johnson for the Last Jedi. Who has to be all, ooh, I got to make a little twist, and Luke's not really there, and boo, boo, how dare you? It was like magic. You? Like, they brought magic in. Like, you know, of course not magic. And I'm not a big fan of the fuck, the the, the, the force uh, Skyping. Wait, who? I don't like who? that they could just appear and start talking to each other. They've always done that a little bit. Yeah, right. That was like magic. Yeah. Like in the series. It's like, like they're hanging out. out and shit. Like, I look like, like a... Skyping. <laughs> right? Who directed the Rogue One? <laughs> Why are you just throwing names out? Because there? Rogue, One, Rogue was One was awesome. Was a great one. Was that the same director you didn't like or no? No, I like the Rogue One. But can you I just spend po- the whole time talking about Star Wars? That's no, all no, I no. Talk we, about. We get, oh no, we're getting into your fight. Trust me, right now. But <laughs> can I just say, can I just point out one thing? Yes. Out of yeah. all the movies that Jimmy loves with Star Wars, which is like Star Wars is like uplifting and it's he likes the most depressing one where everybody dies. And it, I like the Darth anyway. Vader scene was the best scene probably in the entire franchise. Him walking through, lopping heads off. Come that on, was that was awesome. Amazing. But anyway, listen. Let's talk about your. Let's talk about Baby you. Yoda stinks. By the way. All right, let's move along. I just wanted to throw <laughs> that in. Uh, I love that. How did this fight come about with Macy Barber? Nobody wants to fight her. Yeah. But you want to fight her. I'll fight anybody. You know, I'm just happy to be in the UFC and like bring it on, man. Now, do you I'm know? Afraid. Paige Van Zandt was criticized a lot because she kind of called everybody out except for Macy. And then she didn't want to talk about it. When you're as a fighter, are you able to kind of recognize when one person is avoiding another person? Yeah, I try not to pay too much attention to drama and other fighters, things like that. You know, I just focus on my own training um, and I'll fight, you know, anybody they want me to fight who can make weight, please. Yes. You know? Now, what exactly? Anybody in my weight class who can make weight. What motivated you? You sent her a really nice message, ah. which she wound up putting on Instagram, uh, and it was almost a helpful message about having a bathtub to. It to, was helpful. Yes. Now, what made you do that? Because that is there a psychology behind that? Not that you'd reveal it before the fight. No, it's okay. Um, so we actually met in the UFC PI, you know, just because we both went went there and um, we had a chat. I was like, hey, you know, I'm looking forward to our fight, and she said, yeah, me too. It's nice to fight somebody. You know, went on beef with, and I'm like, yeah, cool. Um, I I like her. I respect her. Um, I like how she always talks about working hard. That's cool. Um, so we were. I don't know how it came up about weight cutting. I said like I like cutting in the bathtub. She said, yeah, me too. And um, I remember sometimes the UFC books the hotels with no bathtub. It's just a shower. So um, I thought that you know I'm a planner. I'll call ahead. I'll ask, is there a bathtub so that I can plan my own weight cut? And I found out there was not a bathtub. So I thought, well. If she's going to count on that, it would be great if, you know, she had an alternative plan. It would be great if she made weight, you know, just all, all of us be healthy. 
so I sent you that message. So, you know, um, that's one of two things, Rox. That's one of two psychologies. When I first read that, I'm like, two thoughts. I thought Roxanne is nervous and trying to make Macy like her, so psychologically it's harder for her to beat her. <laughs> or Roxanne is so comfortable and so unafraid that she's just trying to, yeah, I'll be helpful hence for the opponent. That also says that you're totally relaxed and comfortable in this fight. Well, one of my fans wrote to me that, you know, that was the most stealthy trash talk they've ever seen. Like, I'm trying to tell her, like, hey, you better make weight. It's like, well, yeah, I wanted to make weight, but I also, you know, want to be nice. So both, kind of both. I, um, I can't picture, you were talking about it's nice to have a fight where you don't have beef. I can't, was there ever a fight? Because you're such a nice person. Did you ever have beef in any fight ever? I can't see that. No. There I mean, you go. I was very, I was very irritated at my opponents afterwards who did not make weight, but uh, beforehand, no. By the way, awesome pendulum sweep versus uh, 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 Shevchenko. Yes, it was. Thank all, you. That was so awesome. I just, we just saw it. I did. Uh, I was watching it with Jimmy. Jimmy's like, ah, what's a pendulum sweep? Yes. I go, that's a pendulum sweep. You went Mike over. Pyle you, taught me that one. What's that? Mike Pyle taught me that one. Oh, I, I love Mike Pyle. Mike Pyle's an unsung hero. Now, what is the pendulum sweep? Well, it's what we I just showed you where the arm was across. There's, some, there's, there's different uh, setups for it. But in this case, uh, Roxanne was in the guard. She was slightly on her side, and she had her the her side her arm across. She had her lat. She had her left, in this case, her left arm under the leg. She kicked her right leg out to manipulate her balance, chopped it back. Like a pendulum goes back and forth, you yeah, know, I know. and then she ended up getting <laughs> mounted on her. Ah. Once she had that, and when she went to kick over, uh, Shev, what she, um, Shevchenko should have put uh, yes. up her left leg for base. Sorry to push you, Jimmy. It's okay, I like it. I get very excited, yeah. but excellent. <laughs> now, how's your how's your training going in general? You look good. You feel you feel good? Yeah, I feel great. Everything's awesome. You know, I've. Um I'm still training as normal. Plus, you know, I started working with a new coach as well. In addition to my current coaches, um, AJ Matthews, Muay Thai coach, um, I've learned a lot. I've tried to fill in some of the holes in my game, strengthen my current strengths. You know, still doing jujitsu a few times a week. You excellent, excellent. Now, are you a big uh, tape person? Do you watch a lot of footage of your opponent, or do you let your coaches do that and say, "All right." I've watched, this is what we capitalize on, or do you sit there and watch it with them? Um, despite how many years I've been in the game, I'm actually kind of poor at analyzing fights, so I sit down with my coaches and they point out things like, here, Rocky, look at this, and you know, ah. I, I listen to that. <laughs> well, that's good. That's very helpful. Are you still working with Mike Pyle? Uh, yes. Good. It's weird people can watch tape. Like, again, Jones against Cormier said that he caught something in the tape that Daniel did, dropping his left, I think. Like, sometimes there are things that you catch, but then the other school of thought is that if you watch it too much, you start expecting things that they don't do. Exactly. Yeah, John Wood is my head coach, and we watch the tape together, and John is really good at making a game plan, and he tries not to over-game plan for me. You know, just kind of give me ideas of what she might do. Don't count on her doing stuff. So, man, I wouldn't, <laughs> I would have no, nothing if it weren't for John Wood. Yeah, and there's obviously an age difference between you guys, eight, 16 years, and people are favoring her, but that doesn't mean anything. H how do you go into it, and what, and what do you think people's thoughts are behind that? Like, what do you, what do you think is the reason? Is this just, is a hot young fighter, uh, or, or uh, what, what do you think that people are, are seeing that you're not seeing? Man, yeah, you would think that. I mean, people say that I have so much more experience, so I have an advantage, but I mean, then again, she's young and powerful, but I think I've 
I've hung in there and I've also improved my strength. So I don't know. Anyone can win at any time. I believe, you know, I don't really put too much credit in that. You know, I'm sure her age will help. My, my experience will help. Everything will be, you know, who knows, really. I'm just... Now, be excited for the fight. Well, that no, actually, it makes a big difference because her, her last her, her five of her wins have been either by a submission or, or actually six or uh, TKOs. So again, somebody smart like yourself, you've been fighting for a while, you know how to get somebody probably deep into the second and third round. Well, uh, plus I have a good chin. Like I'm a grappler, I feel like I really haven't absorbed as many strikes over my career as a, uh, a brawler might have, you know. Um, and so. Um, I've never been TKO'd. I've only been slammed on the floor by power bombs and knocked out twice that way. But out of my 44 fights, I've never been TKO'd. So I think that says something. Yeah. No, that and that's important because there's people with uh, a career half, not nearly as long as yours, a short career because they don't choose the fight the way you you fight intelligently like you use your jiu-jitsu your, jiu your grappling where you're not making it a rock'em sock'em fight every your, your brain you're saving a lot of brain cells you know what i mean yeah so yeah, that so. gives you uh longevity in, in your career i think so i think and, it worked out that way well it's exciting hey listen i know i'm gonna be watching and uh, what else, Jimmy? Uh, we're looking forward to it. You're on a great card. It's always got to be nice. Not, there's really no bad cards, but when you're on a card uh, of this size, it's got to feel good. Like, you know, there's going to be a lot of people watching the fight. I'm so excited. Like, even when I was ranked higher, I think, I don't know, like, maybe it's hard to hype me because I'm not scary or something. So the fact that Macy is getting hyped a lot, I kind of get to share in her hype, and I, I like that. Yeah. I feel like this fight, like, I got to, like, feel a little more violent, like... You know, maybe maybe cutter or something like get people to like fear me, but I don't know. I'm still not scary, but we'll see what happens. I, I don't you know. Tune that, in. But you very honest. Scary. Very honest, though. What an honest fighter. Like, yeah, I, I'm not scary, but uh, you know, to me, that type of calm confidence is more intimidating because you don't need to put on a scary face, and you can like somebody and still strangle and punch them in the face. That says something about you. So yeah, I think you're probably scarier oh, yeah. than you think. <laughs> It was good, good talking to you again. And uh, well, next time you call in, I really want to get in depth about Baby Yoda and why I dislike him. No, it's so cute. I want a little toy of it. And you watched you watched The Mandalorian, by the way? I did. I, yeah, I did. I finished it. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. It is good. Okay. Listen. Right. I'm very disappointed to hear <laughs> that. <laughs> All our best, Thanks Roxanne. For having me. All right. Good luck, Roxanne. Take care, Roxanne. Bye. Bye. She's always fun. Yeah, and very honest, very truthful yeah, uh, fighter. I, I like that. Like uh, oh. that, that to me, there's something about that. You said the people that don't try to put any type of anger yeah. into it. Like, hey, I just go up, I, I can like you and still knock you out. She's cool, man. It's like Sam Alvey. What? Sam Alvey reminds me of her that he doesn't give a fuck. He, he, you know, Sam Alvey could could be on a road yeah. trip with you right before and then still fucking put an elbow in your face in the gas station. Yeah, that smiles a little psychotic. Know, He's a crazy. Little psychotic. He's a crazy person. It's a little psychotic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you look at that and go, oh, that's just a nice fella. It's like, ah, 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 yeah. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, Brett Okamoto. Oh, it's not Okamoto. How do you pronounce it now? Okamoto. Okamoto. I don't know why you refuse to say it properly. Okamoto. Okay. Are we calling him now? The fuck? (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Come on, man. Let's get to this fight. Yeah, let's get... uh, Hey, Brett. How are you? I'm good. What's up, guys? What's going on, Brett? How are you, Matt? So exciting. It's so exciting. It's fight week. It's so oh, exciting. I you had more That's to all say. I had to okay. say. Oh, okay. I'm actually just bringing up the. Uh, <laughs> I'm bringing up the car. What are you? Are you surprised by the lack of? I kind of like Connor more now than I ever liked him. I never really enjoyed Connor, but like when he lost, I liked the way he handled the loss, and I kind of like him when he's not purposely being a dick. Like when he likes somebody, he says he likes them. I find myself enjoying him more now than I ever did. Hey, that's that's um, you know. It's it's actually kind of a, an angle to this fight that uh, I didn't really think about. Um, you know, as as Connor was was thinking about who he's going to come back to in, in 2020, it makes sense, right? Cowboy is uh, is not a bad matchup for him. Uh, he can say that he's fighting the guy with the most wins in UFC history. He can say he's fighting a guy who always brings an exciting style. Everybody knows Cowboy, so it's great from that standpoint. But yep. it's also great because he's fighting a guy that maybe they'll get along a little bit. And uh, and for Connor, you know how ugly it was with Habib, and that's the only fight that he's had in the last three years. You're right, Jim. Maybe uh, maybe this was a fight where where he could win some of his fans back a little bit, or, or just look like a little bit of a nicer guy than he has over the last few years. And he, yeah, I, I thought the personal stuff may have had something to do with it too, like 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 the bad press for the the phone or a couple of the other things. But also uh, the the whole fighting at welterweight. I know he wants to get to uh, Masvidal. I, I, Usman, I think he's going to have no part of. But I, I think uh, that's a terrible fight for Connor. But uh, against Masvidal will be a very interesting fight. But he, I think he also wanted to avoid. Uh, Gaethje. I don't think he wanted any parts of Justin Gaethje. That, that kind of felt like, even though Cowboy's a bigger name, I, I felt Gaethje's a tougher fight for him. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think going to 170 is a way to avoid Gaethje because he can avoid Gaethje if he wants. Sure. I mean, at the end of the day, he doesn't fight. To, he doesn't have to fight Gaethje if he doesn't want to. That's just the reality of it. Connor doesn't have to fight anyone if he doesn't want to. Um, I mean, I was surprised by the 170. I think everybody was. I know Connor was. Or, I'm sorry. I know Cowboy was. I know his team was. And they loved it. I mean, they were they were thrilled at the uh, at, at the proposal that it should be at 170. I I think he's honestly doing it for the reasons he says. He wants to test 170. He he's not opposed to fighting for a belt up there. He he knows that a big fight would exist between Jorge Masvidal. I also think that's a terrible idea. But at the same time, I kind of it reminds me of the old Connor man. It reminds me of the Connor who came in in 2013 and was talking about Jose Aldo, and everybody's like, "Whoa, whoa, slow down yeah. a little bit, man." Jose Aldo, like you're not ready for Jose Aldo, and you know he ended up being ready for Jose Aldo. If he stayed at 170 and fought Masvidal and Usman, I think he he gets he gets beat badly in both of those fights. But hey, if that's the type of stuff that he's ex- excited about, I mean, an excited Connor is a good Connor, so I'll, I'll take it. You know? Yeah, and standing against Masvidal, I would give him a better shot uh, than Us. But even though Usman stood a lot against uh, Colby or the entire fight, actually, I, I give him a better shot against Masvidal than than uh, Usman. <laughs> well, let's talk about the fight versus Cowboy because we're not looking past that. I feel 
if Cowboy fought to win, if he fought to yeah. win, not to put on a, a show, right. oh, let's go, man, let's do yeah, high five and put on the show. And he's great standing up. How many people did he finish standing up? KO, his leg kick comes out of nowhere. He puts, there's a combination. He put on Rick Story. That's one of the freaking cool, I must have watched it like yeah. five times in a row. Was that, just, it was like a three. Oh, like he's a fire. Yeah. I lost count. It was awesome. <laughs> but I mean, so he puts it together. So can he beat Connor standing up? Yes, he can. Could, but Connor's best chance. Everybody agrees is is knocking him out. Yeah. It's beating him up standing. That left, yeah. But Cowboy, his grappling's so underrated. If he fought to so win, he could blend it to get in there and do one of those fast shots he does. He's fast, man. He could and every time the fight hits the floor with Cowboy, you never see a lay and pray. There's always a a, a flow into usually a submission for Cowboy. You know, or a position where he could beat the shit out of somebody. Let me point out that Cowboy Oliveira fight. When he fought him, uh, I, and and that was at 170. He's got more experience at 170. I just feel where Cowboy might f himself is that uh, he might just want to put on a show for everybody and give Connor that stand up fight that he wants. That's that's what's crazy about this fight is everybody says that. I mean, everybody who who follows the sport closely and knows like like we at ESPN are putting out like a predictions page, and as part of the predictions, you know, you you talk about like, well, how do you see the fight potentially going? And almost everybody to a T, Matt, has said exactly what you said. They said, like, like, hey, of course, Connor could go out there and knock him out, and Connor looks good. He looks like he's in great shape. He looks like he's focused, all that. But Cowboys ground game. It's like everybody who actually watches the sport knows yes. the Cowboys ground game is very yeah. good. And the people who don't really watch the sport just think Cowboy is this guy who, who kickboxes because that's, that's the highlights that they're used to seeing. But Cowboy actually has, like, very savvy takedowns. He has good timing yes. on him. He's going to be bigger. I mean, that's, that, that's, that goes back to the 170 thing. I mean, Cowboy in an interview yesterday, or I'm sorry, Connor in an inter interview recently in Vegas said he was only in the 160s. Yeah. Cowboy told me yesterday I saw him, he's in the mid to upper 170s. So he's going to be bigger, and, and everybody knows it. And so I asked Cowboy straight up, I told him, everybody is telling me, and I agree with them, that if you take this fight to the ground, that's you have a great chance of winning. So I'm going to ask you, are you taking Connor to the ground? And he laughed, because I'm sure he's getting that question a lot. Yeah. And he said, I, I want to put on a show for people. I don't want to go out there and take, and take him down. I, I don't want to go out there and lay on him. I don't want to go out there and press him up against the fence. Everybody's paying money. There's going to be a lot of people watching this pay-per-view. Why don't I just go knock, knock, knock the guy out? I mean... I don't know if that I believe that answer. though. That's what he said. I don't know if I believe that, but and, and, I mean, I believe that he said it. But I'm, I mean, deep down, would you really give away your strategy? And Matt raised a good yeah. point last week, which was that this is a more important fight to Connor, uh, which which kind of which makes you lean towards Connor because the last time he has won, it's been a couple of years since he's won a fight. I mean, this is a, a much bigger fight for him probably than it is for Cowboy. I would recommend that Cowboy takes him down, submit him, and then stand up in the next fight in the rematch, get yeah. a lot more money. I know he lives in the moment. Put on that, yeah. uh, the put on that stand-up show the next fight. But you take him down, and guess what? I never see Cowboy take a guy down and lay on him. He takes him down. He no. he mm -hmm. puts on a clinic usually. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. But I don't. But I. But the thing is this: I think Cowboy's so nutty in a good way. He likes that rush of being in a battle. He might just stand yeah. up with him. So hey, man. He might. Uh, and, hey, I tell you right now, it makes it that more much more intriguing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, who knows what the fuck he's gonna do, right? I don't know. I mean, I can't. I, like, like every now and then you see these 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 circumstances, but I can't really think of a time when it was like it is obvious, cowboy, you should take him down. Not nothing yeah. against your 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 stand up because you yeah. could knock him out, but it's just yeah. so obvious that you should take him down. But but will you? I can't even think of another 
of another fight where that was really like that, where you had a guy who was just crazy enough to want to put on a good show against a big superstar, and he'd actually do it and not take him down. I mean, I, I'll say this. I am guessing that he'll take him down, but I don't know. I'm not sure what he'll do. And with the grappling, I do feel that, and even in the Khabib fight, when Khabib shot in, he was fighting off that single for a while. He did a well-timed knee yeah. that didn't affect him. I mean, listen, I think it's going to take a lot to stop Khabib. He's a bull, but yes. I mean, but his grappling is at, a, is at a level where it's better than people think, but that's worse for him because that will, and if that they will have an exchange of technique. He will do a lot of the right things, and Cowboy is very dangerous in a flow, in a combat, in a exchange of of uh in, in the uh, grappling exchanges, he's great at yeah. that. And Connor's good enough where he'll feed him the right energy. I think it's gonna, it's gonna end up in a submission for Cowboy. Do you also think though that his uh, he did like the, he did he did look a little better than I thought he would look against Khabib? But also part of that is the element of surprise too, because the last thing Khabib expected Connor to do was throw a kick. Or try to take him down. So any of that stuff he did, I think he just kind of expected him to stand up and try to keep him at distance. So I think there was an element of surprise too, because that's the last thing Khabib expected him to do. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Matt. I, I was talking to Kiesa about it, and he said something that I thought was kind of interesting. He said, "Of course, Khabib is a better wrestler than than Cowboy is, but Cowboy does it in such a different way. Like Khabib, you know it's coming. You know he's yeah. going to shoot on that single leg, and then it's just about trying to be technically on point enough to stop it." But Cowboy, he, he mixes it in with his striking very yeah. well too, man. I mean, it, it, it can be there can be like an exchange where Connor's throwing and and Cowboy will just duck under and then just just yep. double leg right. Yes. He's he's done that a lot, especially at welterweight. It's deceiving, and these guys get caught up in the striking, and they're like, "All right, I'm starting to I'm starting to read this, I'm starting to read that," and they're thinking it's, a, it's just a, a, a striking exchange, and that's what you're talking about, and that's where they know, hey man. I got to get away from Habib. You know what I mean? Where Cowboy, they're like, all right, we're having a, a stand-up battle. It's out of nowhere. And I think that's what we're going to see. Because it's instinct at the end of the day. You might want to say yeah. you're putting on a show and this and that. Connor's a dangerous guy standing. Yeah. And uh, it might start like that. I think that opening, especially a couple of minutes, is going to be very scary, you know, in the sense where I think that's where Connor's the most dangerous, the most accurate, mm -hmm. the most powerful. And I think that's his best shot. Is yeah. in that first couple of minutes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to the fight. I'm also looking forward to Habib and uh, and and Ferguson. I'm happy that fight finally got made. I just hope it happened. How many times have they had this scheduled? This is the third time they've had this scheduled. This is fifth. The fifth time they've had it scheduled. That's weird, man. <laughs> That's weird. But wow, I'll tell you, Tony Tony Ferguson. You can't say enough good things. But I, I can't wait, and I can't wait for that fight. When is that fucking fight? That's uh, April eighteenth at Barclays, and then nice. uh, oh, uh, awesome! That's here. Yeah, yeah. Uriah oh, and Jack Ray are uh, the co-main, at least as of right now. That's so good. Um, you know, unless they decide to put uh, another title fight in. Oh, that's good, man. We're attending that. Yeah. All right, let's let Brett go. All right, Brett, uh, have fun at the fights, man. You you go to how often yeah, do you go? You, do you go every week? Where are you guys? Where are you guys watching the fights from? Where are you guys going to watch? Connor's if I'm in a hotel, I'll probably be in a hotel. Um, so I, I usually watch on my laptop. I, I don't get to the fights that often because uh, I'm on the road too much. I'll be at the Sarah household. I don't like a lot of people around me bothering me, asking me shit. Me, my brother-in-law hanging out. Yeah, my kids running around. We got the big TV. It's yeah. fun. You're going to be there at my house. Sounds good. No, I'm asking Brett. Oh, he'll be oh, you'll the be fight. there. Oh, you're always welcome at the Sarah household, too, Brett. <laughs> All right, Brett. Appreciate that, man. I'll take you up on it. All Definitely. Right. Take care, man. All, All right, right buddy. Good, guys. Thank All you, right, Brett. Be good. Always good to have you. Yeah, Brett. yeah, I like Brett. I don't like, uh, what was I going to say? 
Mm. I don't know what I was going to say. You don't like... Uh, let me see. I don't like a lot of things. I don't like broccoli. Oh, I think Sadiq's been on the show. Are you guys sure he hasn't been on this show before? Yep. You sure about that? Even at our own... Unless old... I was away. I'm telling you right now. We'll ask him. I think he's been on a show. I feel like I know him. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Let's get him on the phone. You know? And we will ask well, maybe him. Maybe I just like his name. Sadiq. Oh, yeah, he has a great name. You know? The Nigerian guys that are thing. fucking incredible. Good thing you They look there. really good. What's about, that? About to bust in the song about Sadiq. Oh, uh, were you? Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, no, Clash? I don't. Jimmy. I don't, no. Well, there's some songs that remind me. Oh, him. no, I'd love to hear later. Just, what? He's fighting Andre Feely, too. Jimmy, listen, can I just tell you, Jimmy, I am sure. not going to embarrass you when I'm on your show. If anybody's listening, I'm going to be... Um, Jim and Sam on Wednesday morning. Yes. Matt's always... Uh, we would love that Matt on more. We just, uh, to me, it's just an open door. Whenever you want to come on, oh, you're always thanks, welcome. Thanks, man. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to sing that. I'm not going to embarrass you. Why not? Because I, I feel like a plus one. Like, I'm there because I'm your friend. And, no, and, you're there because you know, you're an entertaining guy. People love you. Thank you, Jimmy. We had you on before you and I did the podcast. Yeah. Listen... I like to shoot from the hip, Jimmy. Yes, you do. You know? And I like to have a good time. I'm very excited. We're starting women's classes, like women-only jiu-jitsu mm -hmm. classes at my place. I haven't had that before, but now I have my first female black belt, Maria Jose. Oh, nice. And she's going to be teaching those classes. And I'm so happy because so many people are interested. And I like empowering people with jiu-jitsu because I think it would make a difference, Jimmy, in, yes. in a... In a in a um, bad situation. Don't throw shit at me. Jimmy. I didn't mean to. It snapped I mean, like, out of my hand. To, you Pens want to, talk, do want to that. go back to Connor and Cowboy? Oh, you can. You don't got to talk about what's going on at my academy. I think no, it's also about our life. I apologize. Well, you don't got to throw shit at me. I didn't mean to. I would never get physical. Very aggressive. People would think I'm the bully. You're the bully. <laughs> Jimmy. Sadiq don't like it. <laughs> How great is it that Rose is fighting on drugs again? I just got to sing. I kind of want to see. I'm not going to do it on your show. I much rather see what? Rose against Wiley Zhang than against <laughs> Jimmy. Than to see Joanna against her. Can I, I would much rather Jimmy? see Rose against her. Yes. <laughs> sure. Can I say something, Jimmy? Yeah, I'd love to hear. I it. love when I do things and, and say something. You totally. You just know you I'm being silly it. and you just ignore me. <laughs> you're just like, all right, he'll just get. You're like, he'll forget about it. In it a it's second. like watching. It's like you're trying to watch something. <laughs> And there's a child jumping up and down with a red ball in front of the TV. You're like, all right, eventually he'll just get tired of jumping up and down with a red ball. <laughs> all right, Jimmy. Oh, stop it. What happened to your can? Oh, Cans I don't know, man. Did oh, you squeeze it? Jimmy, you, you really, you kill me. I think I squeezed it. We, uh, Rose against Andrade, that's 249, which is also, um, is that, that's, uh, Khabib against, uh, Ferguson, 249. Oh, that sounds like a... Sounds like a party. I should talk into the microphone. Yeah, you should. I, but I want to see Rose against <laughs> Wiley Zhang more than I want to see Joanna. Yeah. Not that Joanna doesn't deserve Joanna against Wiley. I, I still want to see. I don't. Hey, man. Rose, I think, deserves it. She was the former champion. She had just lost her belt. Hey, hold on. Who's so dick fighting? He's getting on the phone. Let's talk about it. Oh, yeah. I guess we should. <laughs> I got to find out. Yeah, I like. I don't know what I don't like Andre to do. Feely, I just said prep that. work. Yeah, I just said. Who's Andre, he fighting? He's fighting Andre Feely. He's fighting Andre Feely. Yes, he is. Holy shit, man! Andre winner of four of the last five fights. Andre Feely's been looking really good lately. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy-six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Don't look at me when I dance. Look away. Dad, look away. Look away. Oh, I love the music. Are we getting blown off by Sadiq? No, he's right here. He took a second. He's driving. He's being responsible. Don't don't drive like that, please. You're making us nervous. I just parked. Oh, you parked. All right. Sorry, Sadiq. It was coming from a good place. I don't mean to start barking at you. We haven't met yet. Now, this is. Now, Matt thinks you've been on UFC Unfiltered before. I'm saying it's your first appearance. What? Yeah, yeah, this is my first time. Uh, Sadiq, I, I feel like we know each other. We never met. Yeah, you know, you know my coach. I think we might have met in passing. That's what but, it is. Uh, we, who's uh, your Who's your coach? Lloyd Irvin. Ah, I know Lloyd Irvin for twenty plus years. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there it is, Sadiq. How's Lloyd doing? He's doing fantastic, man. I actually just left the gym a couple minutes ago. You tell Master Lloyd I said hello. Watch yes, out sir. here. Yeah, wait, 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 there's men on the, on the outside. Of the, oh, there's <laughs> Jimmy, a guy. He's like a construction Jimmy, worker. Look at, that, you're talking to Sadiq. Are you, he's guy's undefeated in the UFC. You think he's worried? He don't even look over his shoulder. No, he doesn't care. He don't give a fuck <laughs> who's outside. <laughs> yeah, nah, these are my people, man. So it's, it's not a concern. Now, you, you're in Maryland now? Yes, sir. I uh, fly out tomorrow. Oh, you fly tomorrow. Okay. How did you get from Nigeria to Maryland? How old were you when you moved? I, I originally came here when I was nine years old. Oh, okay. So your parents came over and, and you came. And, and did, were you fighting before then or did you start fighting when you when you got here? No, no. I started fighting when I got here. I, um, after high school was when I went to um, Master Lloyd's gym and then they had like a like a competition team tryouts. And um, me me and Vic, actually, we got MVP at the competition team tryouts. And at, at the time, I was, still in, I was still in school. I was in college. And he gave me a call. Uh, you know who? Sajara Eubanks gave me a call. She's in the UFC, too. So it kind of, like, ties up with a lot of these UFC guys. She gave me a call, and she said, hey, Master Lloyd wants to talk to you. And he picked up the phone, and he was like, hey, what are you doing with yourself? I was like, um... I'm in school right now. I work at Pizza Hut, but I honestly don't want anything to do with school. You know, I'm just kind of dragging my feet around just to make my mom happy. And he was like, well, if that don't work out for you, I got an opportunity you could take care of. And that was my last day going to school and my last day going to Pizza Hut. Ain't that amazing? Ain't that amazing? Yeah. How, uh, just uh, seizing an opportunity like that. Yeah, smart. You didn't wait. You didn't make it. To, I, I love guys. I love hearing about guys' last day jobs. Like the last <laughs> time they had to work something other than it fighting. Was it? Is it Cannoneer that was working in a a bar in uh, in Dallas? I think yeah. that was Jared, right? Uh, yes. And then and then just finally got to quit. Like from one appearance to the next. Like, yeah, I got to quit my day job. You got to quit a little bit earlier. So, Master Lloyd Irving, he got you. He gave you that opportunity, pretty much. It's amazing, yes, right? The, the big, the biggest thing was um moving me into the fighter house because at the time I was still I was still staying with my mom, and then he moved me into the fighter house. At this point, it was more 
more meant for um the jujitsu guys. So as a white belt, um day one, I was in a house with world class black belt world <laughs> champions, you know. Yeah, Keenan Cornelius and yeah. um, JT, all these guys were there, and I'm starting from day one, you know. So it was kind of like I went to, I went, I changed from real university to like an MMA university. Yeah. What were you majoring in school? One more time. What were you majoring in in school? What did you think you were going to do? <laughs> uh, making my mom happy. That's what I was majoring oh, okay. in. Okay. I don't know. I was just showing up. <laughs> it was just one of those things where it was like the next logical step. It wasn't what you wanted to do, but it's what you were supposed to do. Exactly. Hey, as an African, you know, that's that's the whole reason why they bring us over here, you know, so you got to go to school. But ever since I was young, my dream was to be in the UFC. I've been telling people I was going to be in the UFC since I was like in middle school, you know. So I, as soon as the opportunity arose, I, I had to take it. And, you know, like I said, that the, Afri the African grind, my mom kind of had a hard time dealing with it. But because of how well she knows me and she knows I'm, I'm directly from her, you know, I get my work ethic from her. She was like, I, I gave her the talk. I'm like, hey, I'm young. I get I only get one shot to go for this. And I, I can always go back to school no matter what. If something goes wrong, I'm going to go back to school. I made her that promise and you know she she wasn't happy but she she let me do it so how did now is your mom comfortable watching you fight or does she hate it aha uh -huh, nah she she's comfortable now you know she's um she's just all um prayers and like african rituals and stuff like that and just co covering me with oil and praying <laughs> to like, every every guy that can answer her prayers you know but she's she's comfortable at least she's able to watch when i was coming up in the amateurs it was hard for her and then um when i made my pro debut um after i i made my pro debut i got a real good highlight finish and i was walking to the backstage and i heard somebody say olami day olami day and that's that's my middle name and I, there's only one person that calls me that and i looked at like as soon as i heard that i knew it was her instantly and i looked over my shoulder and i was like oh my god my mom can't watch me fight and that was the first time she came and since then she's been on forever oh okay so she's on board when you so when you come here from a foreign country uh did you have to learn to speak english when you came here or do you did you learn that in Nigeria no yes yeah. so in Nigeria Nigeria has it has a whole lot of languages there's three big languages though Yoruba Igbo and Awusa those are the three big ones but there's a whole lot of different other languages and then what unifies the whole country is everybody speak, speaks like a broken English or a form of English because of that's what we was colonized by so I always spoke English um I had a, a thick accent and there were certain words I had a hard time understanding and hearing but I always I was able to understand English I was able to pick it up fast I think I I probably lost my accent in like the first two years I was here oh so when you came over was it one of those things you wanted to fight because being the new kid and from another country, were kids shitty to you? Uh, yeah, well, uh, come on, man. You, you already know how it is uh, over there, man. You got to hear a lot of African jokes, man. And the the funny thing is, I, 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 was a, I was a timid kid, especially back when I was in Nigeria because I used to fight and lose a lot. Like, my, I, I come from a polygamous family. I was, I was the second to the last out of, like, 16 kids you know so they'll, they'll put they'll put me they'll put me in like fights with like my cousin and stuff like that and i, I was i always lost but when i got here and getting bullied in elementary school and i finally popped back in the fifth grade you know and that's that's what um showed me like the power of violence and i i i fought and beat the 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 school bully you know and he was like the, the tough guy and like th that's when it clicked i was like oh man they built different over here you know <laughs> now, now at a nigerian family reunion do you have a you have a, now that you could now that you're trained you ever beat the shit out of your cousins that bested you when you were little <laughs> 
it's all love now. Every every everybody's friendly now, you yeah. know. <laughs> but that that was my first time actually like <laughs> finding confidence and fighting, you know. And then from then on, it was kind of um. It, that that kind of leads you into a little bit of trouble because now you see a way to solve a problem, which isn't yeah. a good way to solve a problem, you know. And but um, slowly but surely, I started finding a lot more confidence in myself. And one day, I just saw the Ultimate Fighter on TV, and the, as soon as I saw it, it instantly clicked, you know. Like that yeah. is it's rare when a little kid finds what he wants to do for a living. But as soon as I saw it, the first, I think it was um the season with with Nate, the one that Nate actually won. Ah. And just saw that on TV, it, it clicked instantly. I was like, that's what I want to do when I grew up. And from then on, I've been telling people that ever since I was young. I think I saw that maybe when I was in sixth grade, sixth grade. And okay. I've been telling people that I didn't ha- I didn't know what step one or step two was going to be to get there, but <laughs> I knew yeah. I was going to get there. So when you fought that bully when you were a kid, was it like one of those things where it was a reaction in the moment or were you like, all right, I'm going to see you at three o'clock and you have to think about it all day? <laughs> so um it started in the in the cafeteria and like he was just um just regular bullying you know just um he was talking about my parents he was talking about me and then he's the, he slapped he was slapping the back of my head you know when you gotta get in a, in a line um yeah. when you're walking back to class he literally slapped me in the back of my head all the way to class wow. and then when we finally answered the classroom i was like man, man that's it it's going down it's going yeah. down right here you, start, you get to swinging, and and then at the end of the day, I I didn't know what happened, but after, afterwards, people was coming coming over to my, hey, I heard you beat up. Uh, I don't want to mention yeah because the kid passed the feet. but and it was like, hey, um, I, I heard you beat up. Uh, I heard you beat up. Blah uh, blah, and I was like, oh, all right, nice. <laughs> yeah. Now, what part of Maryland are you in? You grew up in Maryland, where? PG County. PG. Oh, I'm not sure where that is. is that near Baltimore? Is that near Annapolis? Uh, nah, it's a little bit further from Annapolis. It's, it's Bladensburg. It's, it's closer to Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. Um, well, good luck, man. You're fighting Andre Feely. He's, uh, I think he's won four out of five fights. Hey, and, and uh, by the way, yes. that fight with Michael Johnson, I thought Feely won that fight. Uh, I'm gonna, I don't know. Did you see that oh, fight? Oh, okay. I, I, that- I saw the, I, I remember when I, when I was, um, when I first watched it, I thought Philly won the fight. But, okay. you, you know, when you start, um, because you got to watch film when you're fighting against yeah. these guys, I can kind of see how, how he lost the fight. Okay, interesting. All right, hey, in fairness, I watched it once, but I remember specifically saying, ah. Yeah. And I wasn't the yeah. only one. People were like, the, ah. the first time, The first time I watched it, too, I, I, I thought I thought Philly won it hands down. Yeah, but then you then you stopped. So, hey, we were just asking earlier. About uh, uh, Roxanne, about fight footage. Are you a big tape person? You watch a lot of footage on your opponent. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand how people say they don't. You know, I mean, yeah. I understand. Um, some some people are like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be thinking about this, this yeah. or that. But I feel like that's kind of like a disrespect to your opponent, you know? Because mm. at the at the highest level, everybody has tendencies, everybody has things that they do very very well, and mm. everybody has things that they struggle with, you know? I, I've been watching films since the amateur days, you know, like even when when people have no name and you gotta look look to um Google up Google yeah. them up and find wrestling videos or old um jujitsu tournament videos. But I'm a big believer in studying film, man, because most almost all of my highlight reels, people think um. 
just I, I just got power and I'm out there throwing like something crazy. I, I wish I, we always make um, make jokes about it at the gym. It was like, man, all these times, why don't you just record your drills before these fights? You know, and it'll be a very good clip to clip with the highlight tape after the fights, you know, yeah. just to show these people that you're not I'm not just out here just swinging, swinging crazy. Yeah. A lot of my knockouts are things that I actually practice to do at training. It's that mo- much more impressive that Jorge Masvidal you seen during the warm up oh, of yeah. him doing exactly what he did to Askren, Go, yeah. uh, to what he did to Ben Askren. You seen him the day before doing it, so that's why you're like, all right, there's no way it's luck. Like you know what I right. mean? Look what he was doing. So that is smart, man. You, hey, everybody's carrying a camera now, man. Just take the phone and you should do that. You know. Yes. But uh, this is a huge opportunity because. You know, you're doing phenomenal. I think more people should know who you are. It's not like you're a boring fighter, man. You're 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 doing damage. But this is. Did you feel this is your your coming out party? With your, uh, people going to know you after this fight? Andre Feely. He's an entertaining yes. kid, and he's a name. People know Andre Feely. Yes, one hundred percent. And not not only is he a name, but he's um he's kind of had the same like standing in the in the division. You know, I feel like he's he's what's lying in between. Like I don't want to say a gatekeeper because that kind of sounds disrespectful. Yeah. But he is standing outside of that line to get into the top ten, and he's held that same position for a long time. So it's definitely a big name. After I get past, I feel like people are gonna know me, and I could honestly after this, I might be able to get a top ten opponent. Michael Johnson had that kind of put on him too. That people said he was a gatekeeper. I mean, and maybe it is dis- disrespectful, but I always look yeah. at guys like that as the fact that they're very respected. And if you can get through a guy like that, you can fight in the top ten. But like that's the type of guy you have to be able to get through because he's 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 fierce. Exactly. But I'm sure no fighter wants to be called that because it kind of means that you're not in contention, at least in exactly. in their own eyes. And uh, before we let you go, too, there's been a lot of talk about Nigerian fighters and the success. Uh, that what do you do you attribute that to anything in particular? I, I think, um, it, like when they say like a rising tide raises all ships, that's kind of what it is, you know. And it's you you're gonna start seeing people pop up slowly but surely, and then next thing you know. It's a whole big a big wave comes all at, at the same time. And then from seeing one of us one of us succeed, it kind of motivates the other one to keep on going, you know. Like uh, when I saw those two guys win their belts, I went crazy. So and and then another thing is like it gives so much motivation to the kids back at home. Cause um like I've said it before, a lot of us back home Nigeria is a, is a is a tricky place, you know, because it's hard to leave what you're born at. That's why we came here to America to chase the American dream. Over here, nobody can become somebody if you work hard enough, you know. So if you, when they see us achieving all this stuff through MMA, it's easy for them to see like, oh, I don't have to be rich to do that, or I um I don't have to be tall to do that. I don't have to be um um a football player body. A lot of other sports have like a specific body type that you need to be able to do the sport. But MMA is unique, you know. You could be whatever you want as long as you put the work in. You can actually get it done. And uh. It's very true what you just said. As uh, you don't have to be tall to achieve things. He did say that. he mentioned <laughs> he, he mentioned mention, that yes. you don't have to be tall, and I agree thoroughly. As a guy five six, hey man, listen, <laughs> I'm excited for you, man. Yes. And uh, where did you get that saying with the uh, the ship and the the sea rising? And so, who gave you that? Ah, uh, I, I like know. it. I've been saying it for a long time, man, but I don't know where I initially heard it from. I. I don't know. I was traveling through like fucking 20 years ago and I stopped by Master Lloyd Irvin school because, you know, we're old old friends there. And we were, no, I don't know <laughs> if it's from him, but on his desk 
And as a guy who has a school, still, we both have schools. People, they open up, they close up. How many schools open up? Right. Uh, on his desk said something that stayed with me. And I'm like, because I always treated my place like, ah, oh, I felt weird charging people. It said, your hobby is my livelihood. I go, oh, that's interesting. Anyway, it's nothing to do with this. But it has nothing to do with Master Lloyd giving him some smoke. Yes. Right, some shine? Yes. Some shine? Or yeah, some I smoke? think smoke is bad. No. Or smoke good. I don't know. Yeah, oh, some, smoke, some... smoke is bad. No, no, no. I'm not, yeah. I am not giving him, him some shade. No, I'm not that's giving terrible. him. No shade. <laughs> I'm not giving I'm giving him some shine. Yes. Come on, help me out. Help me out. I'm a, I'm a 45-year-old white man. Help me just give me something. <laughs> what am I giving him? Respect. It's all love. It's all, all right. Love. All right. I, Sadiq just clocked out. Listen, man. It was. Uh, it's always fun to watch you. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, and good Sadiq. luck. Uh, good luck. You're on a great card. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of people watching this fight. And uh, you against Andre Feely is a great fight. Looking forward to you it. Good talking to you, man. It was fun having you on. Thank you both for having me. Come back on, man. Tell tell Mr. Lord I said hello. Will do. Have a nice one, y'all. All, all right, right Sadiq. Man, take, take care, care bro. All right, man. I mean, listen. This is, uh, Andre is a tough kid, man. Yes, he is. He clocked out after a while when I did, I couldn't think of the right word. Yeah, not neither of us knew. We were all uncomfortable. It's okay. <laughs> but it's interesting. You get you come here and you get bullied. Hey, uh, hey. Yeah, there it is. Look at the pendulum swing. Let's watch the pendulum swing Let's again. Let's watch the pendulum. Stop for a second. Hey, stop it, motherfuckers. <laughs> right now, yep. right now, as soon as Roxanne goes under her leg, uh, give me the first name on top. I, I always, Shevchenko, it's- Antonino? Yes, okay. of course. She should be putting her left leg up. Her left leg up. And now to stop she, the pendulum. Uh, well, watch what happens when her, her left knee stays on the mat. Okay. I'm sorry, I always call people by last name. That's all right. So I don't want to keep saying Chef Jack. Go ahead, Sarah. I don't like when you call me Sarah. I don't like it either. It's weird. So wait, she's boom. Look at that. That was it. That was as clean that was as nice. it gets. How, but how could she have oh! kept her? Lifted? How? Go back. Yeah, maybe Thank I'm missing you. It. I'm sorry. Doogie. Watching you analyze Doogie, Jiu-Jitsu, I don't mean you, just, you see things now, I just see don't see. that leg? And now stop. Go back a little bit. A tiny bit. Her leg is on the now mat. Look. Yep. As soon as she goes to take her over, if she steps up with her oh, left her leg. Le I'm sorry. I'm looking at her right leg. I'm looking at uh, Mataferi's left leg. I, yes. I, I should be looking at Shevchenko's left yes. leg. Okay, sorry. I if she steps up, there's no way she's getting reversed. I understand. Okay. And then she'll start posturing out of it. But she doesn't step up. No, she kind so of So when she kicks her right leg back and forth, Roxanne, there's no base. Her left leg should be up. It's not up. Goodbye. You're mounted. There you go. Holla, jiu-jitsu. I trained this morning. You did? Yes. Now, if you what were, does it say? If you were uh, it says Kimura lad. Now, why do you say that, Jimmy? If you were on the bottom. You know bottom, people are asking me for Kimura lad shirts now? I, they, you Am make I going to have to print this shit up? I think you should. I don't think it's that. I, don't I want think one. It is I want a Kimura bucko shirt. Don't, don't say that. You could say that, Jimmy. I'm sorry. I want one. I kind of like it now. Kimura lad? Well, well Kimura Savage is like, you know, Kimura nice and clean. Yeah. Be a Kimura Take chap. Savage is That's your That's for the savage. British. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do an online store. That's not why I'm coming you on your should. show. No, no, I understand. You know? Don't get Kimura Wrangler. That is gives the wrong message. Is your old feud with Opie? No, no, bring no. Up anymore. You can bring it up. You can bring up anything Jimmy, you want what was, I watch, what was I watching when I came in here the other day? You saw it. Um, it was, don't be weird, Jimmy. I want. Well, you do you remember when I showed you on my phone? You yes, remember? it was male pornography. I was surprised, and Matt said, "Look, there's a lot of things people don't know about me, Jimmy." I'm like, "No, Jimmy, I I'm an love open, you. I'm an open book." <laughs> what were you watching? I'm going to talk about it on your show. Maybe, what, what, maybe not. What, I don't know. Okay, whatever you want. I'm going to be on the Jim and Sam show. Everybody, Sa Wednesday morning at uh, about eight thirty. Oh, do you know what I'm doing tomorrow? What? I'm going to plug it. Okay. I'm going to be at Hofstra University on Long Island. Yes. And I'm going to be there with my good friends, former UFC champion, defended it many times, 
Uh, Chris Weidman. Yes! Yes, he deserves that! Good. And also, my good friend, UFC contender, Aljamain Sterling, Funkmaster. Oh, of course he gets a clap. Of yes. course he does. And uh, anyway, we're going to be at... Oh, oh, did I say what we're going to be? What? No, you didn't. I don't think you did. <sighs> I, I took a picture of it so I'd remember. Yes, Chris and Aljo. Oh, wait, talking about MMA... Oh, I'm, I'm going to read the text that Mark LaMonica from Newsday okay. gave me. Can I just read the text? Please do. Because otherwise I'm going to sit here and try to and it's gonna be uncomfortable. Silence. Yeah, no, go ahead, read it. <laughs> it's going to be you, Chris, and Aljo talking about MMA. I'm not all- going. <laughs> oh, you, Matt. I'm sorry, Matt, Chris, and Aljo. Okay. Matt, Sarah, I'm not talking to the third yeah. person. Chris Weidman and Aljo Sterling yeah. talking about MMA. I'm sorry, I feel like my mouth is dry. No, no, not at all. And all that goes with it as part of the Newsday Live event series on Long Island. Okay? Meet and greet and autograph photos. Autographs and photos. Tuesday at 6.30. I'm not a good... I don't really... I don't really... Tuesday, 6.30. (laughs) Weidman, Aljamain, At Hofstra Hofstra. University Student Center. A few sticky... a few tickets, Jimmy, yep. are still available at Newsday.com MMA Live. I am also that. That's great. I'm, Jimmy, gonna, I'm so sorry for that. Don't be sorry. That was brutal. Matt, do you not want me on your show now? I want you on my show more. If you would have done that smooth, I'd have no interest. The we're fact gonna, that we're there was have a, so much fun. Of course we will. I'm going to be. Uh, obviously, you can catch me on The Degenerates on Netflix if you want to see Loved it. it. Uh, thank you, buddy. Also, um, I'm appearing uh, the third and the fourth. April 3rd, Foxwoods in Connecticut Casino, and then Wilbur Theater in Boston. I'm finally returning to Boston April 4th. Tickets are selling extremely well. So, uh, listen, thank you, and uh, we'll see you in are a couple days. Are we leaving? Are we stopped? We're finished. I need the bathroom. I want to talk a little more. BRB. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, Tom. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.